0: what up though? this is knockouts and three counts but before we bring you another episode of podcast gold let me tell you about the homies over at michigan's finest do you ever find yourself trying to get yourself together and thinking man this is going to be a great night but i'm looking for that little extra something something well check out our friends at michigan finest if you are in the medical marijuana recreational marijuana concentrates vapes anything of that sort Michigan's Finest has got you covered, and as you can see here, it's all easily done by their website. It's all curbside, and you'll be in and out in two minutes, and they're family-owned and operated, so customer service is their number one goal. And now, since they are rocking with knockouts and three counts, use the code KO3MF. Yes, that's KO3MF. You get 10% off your entire order, but that doesn't exclude featured items, and items that are already on sale. But if you use that code, you're getting 10% off your items, and I promise you, either if you're looking for that big knockout or you're ready to hit the sheets for that three-count, Michigan's Finest will get you together. Tell them knockouts and three-counts sent you, and I promise you, you're going to be having a great night. Peace. This is the Ring of Honor, a.k.a. Shane T, boy, the baddest champion you've ever seen, boy. This is Mister. This is good old JR Jim Roth, and you are listening. You're listening to Knockouts and Three Counts. We got
1: a world Champion! That might be one of the craziest <laughs> knockouts I've ever seen in my life. Knockouts and Three Counts is the podcast, baby. <laughs> There's
2: a real deal in Knockouts
0: and Three Counts starts now. Ooh, what up? This is Knockouts and Three Counts, and circle the fucking day in red. After 13 years of driving, I got a parking spot in my own motherfucking driveway. This is Knockouts <laughs> and Three Counts, and we are here with the lost soul, TJ Meyer, fresh off of RPW Death Rite. So, how are you, brother man? We appreciate the debut on the show.
3: Uh, thank you guys for having me. It's It's been something I've been wanting to do for a while now. Um, I'm sore, you know. Uh, getting hit and kicked in the face repeatedly will do that to you. Uh, but I feel good. Funny how that works, um, ain't it? Yeah, it's wild, dude. Go It
0: just doesn't feel good.
3: Yeah. Um. But no, it, it feels good. Uh, you know, I've been working to try and get on RPW for a while now and uh then to have the match i had which i think is honestly one of my best matches and to get the reaction from everything that i i did and the match itself and everything that came before and after that match is is a really good feeling to have
1: i mean you had kind of spoke about that a little bit uh prior to going uh live that you'd receive some positive uh, fan reaction going back from this one, and that's got to be a good thing, right? Like you, it's one thing when you get the crowd's reaction and stuff on the night, but when you get the people that actually care enough to like post about it on social media and stuff, and care enough to let you or just the wrestling community and as a whole know, that that's got to stand out and mean a little bit of something for sure.
3: Yeah, it um it definitely means a lot, especially when people go out of their way to like um not just, not just share the things I post, but also post stuff and tag me in it. And, um, it, it always means a lot. Um, and just seeing people react to, um, being like, oh, you deserved it and all that kind of stuff. It feels, it feels good. Um, and then not only that, with everything that I, that was announced, or I guess put out there after the match uh to see people excited for what comes next is another great feeling
0: well i was the only one out of the show that made it to rpw death right because man it seemed like everything and their mom was like uh (laughs) in the corner of motherfuckers not going to that show um (laughs) you know fuck the boys that's all i'm saying but with that being said uh It was uh, was a damn good time. I uh, took my friend Kat to the show. It was her first wrestling show, not only her first wrestling show, her first death match. So, uh, yeah, that was uh, quite the fucking experience there and of itself. But that brings up something that I wanted to talk about, too. Before we get to your match with MM3, which I definitely would agree was a banger of a match, um, what were your thoughts on uh, RPW as a whole and what made it uh, such an attractive place for you to want to get to? Because, to be honest, man, that's one of the things that made me want to bring you on the show. Because every show I'm at, I see you grinding, dude. I see you out here setting rings up. I see you helping out with things. I see you all over the place just trying to get yourself wherever you can. So, first of all, I respect the hell out of that. Second of all, what was it with RPW and what were your thoughts on Right? So,
3: um, I'll start with my thoughts on Right. I thought it was an amazing show. Um, I honestly think it was one of the best all-around shows RPW has had uh, since I've been around them, and just as an overall, not only were ever, was every single match good, everything that like the atmosphere, the fan reaction, everything about that show went so well. Um, and so the reason I've wanted, I've wanted going back, I was. I actually made my debut for RPW a while ago. Uh, I want to say like two years ago at their event, um, Devil's Night. And it was myself and my former tag partner, Dre Jacobs against um, the hollow at the time. And, you know, then I'm trying to remember if that was before uh, that probably that must've been after COVID. Was it? I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah. I get kicked in the head it's too. Got it's all blended much. in these days yeah. anyway. I Yeah. Um, tomato, tomato. Right. Yeah. But then, you know, I wasn't around RPW due to just either scheduling conflicts or just, just uh, there was always something where I couldn't be at the show as much as I really wanted to. Um, and so, and then, you know, I went through some personal things. I took some time off. And when I came back um rpw had kind of evolved into uh i think the best way to describe it is another rung in the ladder above where i was and they had kind of become almost like a proving ground for those who wanted to either be take the next step and either whether it be deathmatch wrestling um just traditional like every like regular wrestling strong style you name it they had kind of become the proving ground where if you wanted to take that next step you had to make it there and I saw RPW as a as a great opportunity to really test myself against some of the best because they they only book the best and like they book people who have earned their spot there. Um, so you know I spent a year trying to prove that I want to be there. Whether you know everyone keeps bringing up like I set up, tear down, all that travel, on my own time, which I. I love doing and I am not afraid to do it because I, I want to take risks on myself and bet on myself. And I felt like I would, it would be an excellent place for me to learn and really step my game up to try and not only prove myself to the locker room, but to fans as well, that I deserve to be on this next step because I'm, I just want to learn and be better. So, um, That's why it really felt good when I was afforded the opportunity to, at Harpost, take part in the body count battle. So I could, which I sold this uh, on a different podcast. I didn't know it was a deathmatch battle royal until (laughs) I got there. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But when I was told that, I was like, well, throw myself into it, see how I feel afterwards. And it really lit a fire under me that I wanted to do more. So, um, then it was then afforded to me that I would be allowed to have the opportunity to have a singles match on death. Right. And not only with singles match, but against somebody that, uh, has been a very integral part of my career, um, has kind of taken me under his wing and, um, outside of wrestling, I consider one of my closest friends in MM3. So I felt it was the perfect opportunity to, Again, not only prove myself to the locker room but to fans that I can stand with the best that there was, or some of some somebody that fans held in a very high regard, whether it be RPW or independent wrestling, and prove that I can stand there and go toe to toe with them, and not only hold my own but fucking show out. I guess.
0: <laughs> I mean, I was there. Ring the bell. The match. The match was damn good. Number one. Number two, something else that sticks out to me about that matchup um, with MM3 is even though he may be a little more established than you are around the scene and things like that, you're both in a very similar spot in that, you know, prior to the last couple years, you never really saw, you know, MM3 work death matches at this point between horror slam and some of the other stuff we've seen we've seen that he can do the death match stuff too so i feel like the timing of this matchup was uh very interesting in that you guys are both kind of stepping out into different uh avenues of your careers mm-hmm. and so for you guys to meet to meet up again and for it to be an rpw i mean i don't think it could have been uh, better setup i mean with that being said you know you mentioned that you thought that it was one of the best matches that you've had so far um now that the dust is cleared i'm sure you've had time to watch it back um how are you feeling about the match um is it something you want to run back real quick because we've also got other business that you started at rpw to talk about in a second.
3: um i'm always down to run it back with mm3 um we've wrestled each other i want to say five or six times now, it's just different promotions around Michigan and every time it's gotten better. Um, and so, you know, I'm always down to run it back with MM3. Uh, look, I, I watched the match back actually that night cause I got it recorded on my phone. Um, and I thought we told it a beautiful story of like, you know, we're friends. So You know, our friends hit each other the hardest. That's the old saying in wrestling. (laughs) So um, I knew going into it, we were going to, me and him, we're going to put on a very different style of match than you were going to see in the entire rest of the show. You know, Karim and uh, Crimson, we're going to put on the Hoss fight of two big dudes throwing themselves at each other
0: i mean a poor ref getting sprayed by the (laughs) the the mist like man i'm just watching from the seats like damn he just spit all that (laughs) shit like right in this dude's (laughs) face from like two feet away and you just see it just (laughs) and then he had to spit the last bit out and i'm like damn this dude's not gonna and he didn't even move the second time. Go ahead. Sorry. I couldn't help it. You're good.
3: Um, yeah, you were gonna get you're gonna get that kind of match from Karm and Crimson. You were gonna get a very strong technical and a little little bit of comedy thrown in with Gigi Jacobs and Schwartzy. And then um I kind of knew going into it, me and I wonder um, if he
0: actually broke his dick off. He tried to break his leg off. He said he was gonna try to break both on here. Hey.
3: <laughs> it's Schwartzie. you never know. Um but I knew MM3 and me were going to put on a very uh, hard-hitting, almost strong-style match, um, and that was going to set it apart from the rest of the show. Which we, I feel like, we went out and did, and I think that's part of the reason uh, a lot of people are like remember our match from that night, which I, I greatly appreciate.
0: I like I said, I mean, it definitely, it definitely was something that stuck out. I uh, definitely am interested to see, you know, where you come from come from that because we're no strangers to what you've been doing. I mean anybody who knows anything about the show knows that we've been uh around BCWA for quite a while and you had just gotten the belt over there in BCWA and you know hopefully we'll see some more from those guys soon. But um you know with that being said with MM3 that wasn't the only piece of business that you had at Death Ray, You know <laughs> Schwartzy came on here to him He was going to break Gigi Le- Jacob's leg and break his dick off and all these things. And then the match happens. And then, you know, with the crowbar, I might add, you know, <laughs> this guy calls out Schwartzy for a death match. First of all, why Schwartzy for a death match? And uh, mm-hmm. what made the decision?
3: Um. So funny thing. I always carry that crowbar. It's my best friend. <laughs> look up any picture of me for the past like a year or so I will have that crowbar in my hands. Um, not a bad weapon
2: of choice. No,
3: no, absolutely not. Um, when it comes to Schwartzy, me and Schwartzy, uh, have been, I've respected Schwartzy's work for a long time. I met him very, very early on in my career. Um, at like the first BCWA show I ever did, which was like a month into my career. Um, so I've known Schwartzy for almost four years at this point and I've respected his work, um, back then. And then once COVID hit and he completely changed everything, you know, before he was in his bomb shelter phase. Um, and now we're at the Schwartzy we are now and there was a transition and I respected everything he was doing. And then, you know, he, Uh, took a very, very big chance on me when it came to starting Flophouse, and I was one of the first people he wanted to bring in. And I've always appreciated every opportunity he's ever given me. And um, I felt like if anyone's going to give me a proper good first taste, um, I wanted it to be somebody I respected and um, somebody I knew – would give me everything he has no matter, you know, no matter what the situation was. Uh, so I, I, that, that went into a big part of me picking Schwartzy. Um, there's a question in the chat that asked me why I want to do death matches. Um, I've always
0: respected. Oh, the of, young.
3: Yeah. Yeah. What up? Um, I've always respected the art of doing death of death matches. Um, and, uh, but for a long time, I, I, like I said, I've always respected the art. I always loved watching it, but I didn't know if I was going to be able to do it. And then I kind of got a little bit of a taste when I did barbed wire brutality over at XICW. And I went, I kind of like the feeling. And then the I would go to more and more Deathmatch shows, and it was really the crowd. The crowd pulled me in and made me like emotionally invested in these shows. And it made me more and more of just, I want a taste of that. So, you know, I do Barbed Wire Brutality. I do the Body Count Battle at Harpos, uh, where Pondo kicked me in the dick with a light tube. And then I hit him in the head with a light tube. And... The closer and closer I kept getting to it, the more and more I wanted um, more of a taste, I guess. And so finally I was like, fuck it. I want to do one. I wanna, I, I probably want to do more than one because I, I have a high pain tolerance. <laughs> and I think you can tell a beautiful story with deathmatch wrestling. And that's what I love doing in wrestling is telling a story. And I want to get fucking
1: violent. <laughs> well you, you basically stole the question right out of my mouth right there at the end I was gonna ask were you kind of dipping your toes in or jumping in uh fully jumping in the waters and it sounds like anything I do in life was...
3: anything I do in life I'm gonna jump head first and just say fuck it and see what happens you know sometimes it won't work sometimes well, people, it turns out to be the before. best option
2: before we go any further, I want to know, because you touched on something earlier about the body count battle. You had no idea this this was a deathmatch battle royal until the day of... How, how did that come about, and how did you find out? So... <laughs> they might hit you with some shit in the head, just like you know. Because <laughs> that was badass. I had Listen, a great time that night. That was fucking awesome. Man,
3: so. You make that joke, but, like, that's pretty much how it happened. <laughs> um. So I had been invited to do body count battle Royal and this, the, this story is nothing against RPW for, you know, it's just, I wasn't informed and you know, it just, it's the nature of the beast. Sometimes things get lost in translation. Um, I was at Harpo's I had done setup, and I was talking to a uh, Neil diamond cutter and he was like, or he was like, yeah, they're, they're setting up the glass for uh, the body count battle. And I was like, glass, <laughs> we glass and then he's like yeah you didn't know it's like a deathmatch battle and i was like
0: oh shit
3: you know i didn't know that until about right now so okay and he was like are you worried i'm like nah i'm good i'll deal with it oh well
2: professional dude but yeah i what didn't find out
3: throw? till like four hours before the show started and i was like ah all right cool sounds good can't wait <laughs>
2: <laughs> little did he know a little bit later
0: he'd be getting kicked in the dick with a light tube yeah there it is uh, I mean you may I wonder how tell I people here. kicking people in the dick is like the best finisher of all time because like it's always effective but then yeah, when you add a light tube efficient. to it I mean son of a bitch dude that takes me to like a whole highly other effective level. move. Highly I'm just
3: effective. lucky I was wearing jeans that needs to
0: be Pat Jeez. McAfee's finisher <laughs> kick him in the dick with a light tube and you're done that's fucking, that needs to be the finish. But with that being said, you know, as we move forward, you know, from RPW and we start to go into 2023, I mean, what are, uh, what are some of your goals for, um, 2023? Like what, who do you want to see in the ring? Is there anything in particular you want to do? Do you want to do more death matches versus regular matches in 2023? Like what's the, uh, what's the mission statement for you for 2023?
3: Uh, the main mission statement for 2023 can be summed up in just the word travel. I just want to go, like, I got asked this a while, like a few months ago, like where, what places do I want to wrestle next? And I said, everywhere. I want to wrestle anywhere and everywhere. Um, I would like to get out of Michigan more, um, and just keep betting on myself when it comes to these like out of state shows with, even if it's going without a book, um, and I really want to do have a nice mix of death and regular. Um, obviously, it all might change after Shorty. Who knows? But I I'm confident in that. I'll I'll greatly enjoy the experience. Um, but I would like to still focus on traditional wrestling as well as. Start doing more and more and seeing what I'm good with when it comes to deathmatch wrestling and seeing where that takes me. Um, obviously, I like to keep working for RPW, um, but I'd also like to start making some headway into towards some bigger promotions. Um, and it's it's really just keep taking the steps I've been taking for the past year. Um, in betting on myself more and more and seeing how far I can take this.
0: Can't be mad on that. Well, speaking of betting on yourself, whether you're betting on yourself in crypto, whether you're making that money over there in DraftKings, whether you're just punching that clock and making that 9 to 5, make sure you check out our sponsors, G3 Payroll and Tax. Get your ass together for tax season. I know you're already mailing out your taxes because I'm always busy slinging the mail. If you haven't already done so, make sure you check out those links in the description. Tell them that Knockouts and Three Counts sent you, and you'll be looking all right, you know, come tax season eight. And if you're new here, make sure you hit that subscribe button and all of you guys who are watching. Shoot them likes out, man. We need people to be watching this whole thing. But, um, you know, that brings up, you know, we're talking about what you want to do for 2023. And again, the match with Schwartz gets brought up. You know, when you think of Schwartzy, you don't really think of death matches and things. Not that he can't do them, but it's not the first thing I think of when I think of Schwartzy. With that being said, as we go into this matchup, for those who maybe are either new to you or new to Schwartzy, how do you expect this playing out? So I don't just want the
3: Schwartzy that everybody currently knows. You know, the fun-loving, weed-smoking, drug-doing Schwartzy. I love that Schwartzy. Don't get me wrong. Um, I want to smoke a fat-ass blunt with that Schwartzy after that show. <laughs> but, for those who don't know, Schwartzy is a former prince of the death. I want that Schwartzy. I want the best version of Schwartzy when it comes to death matches. Because I'm fucking crazy and don't care about my own health. So, I want to... Like I said, I'm gonna dive headfirst into this and see what happens. Um, when it comes to what you'll expect out of me and Schwartzy, uh I think we're gonna do things that a lot of people wouldn't either wouldn't expect us to do, or won't believe that we're even gonna try. So, it's gonna be a very like. guess interesting night because you're really not going to know what to expect going into this match when it comes to people as a viewer standpoint
1: is is that one of the coolest parts i guess about uh competing in these death matches is constantly being able to not not only one up like yourself and your expectations in the match and stuff and kind of further your experience into the death match world i guess you could say but to actually like Like you say, give them give the fans that thing that like, oh, I didn't think he was going to be able to do X or I didn't think he was even thinking about doing Y or, you know, whatever the case be.
3: So I I can't really speak on that when it comes to the deathmatch standpoint, because, again, this will be my first like real (laughs) deathmatch. But I know when it comes to traditional wrestling, that's something I always strive for is to one up either. My goal is always to put on a better match than the one I had before. So whether it be the day before, the week before, the month before, it doesn't matter. I always want to put on a better match than I did whatever the last show I was at. So um, when it comes to me doing death matches or me starting to dip my toes into that or diving headfirst into that, I'm going to go into it with the same mindset I have, which is I'm going to try and push myself to do better than I did last time and whether whether that be me, me taking more risks or me pushing myself cardio-wise or seeing how fucking tough I can be, I'm going to push myself. and Because that's always my goal. That's how, I'm, how I want to get better is I want to push myself farther and farther.
0: I respect it. Well, let's take it a little bit of ways from wrestling for a minute. So, you know, our show also covers MMA and combat sports and all those kind of things. Do you mess with the world of combat sports? If so, are you a boxing guy? MMA guy? Do you like any of that kind of stuff? Or do you only get down with uh, what you got going with the Lost Soul?
3: So I'll be honest. I'm not the biggest combat sports fan. The most I get into combat sports is the the video games. Uh, Okay. it's It's just, it's, I grew up watching wrestling and I didn't grow up watching like boxing or UFC And, um, I'll watch like fight highlights on YouTube every once in a blue moon, but it's not really my cup of tea.
0: Can't be mad at that. Well, you, you bring up growing up on wrestling. What was, uh, what were some of the things that got you into it? What was, uh, the things that kind of sparked the edge for you?
3: So I got into wrestling when I was 11. So almost 11 years ago at this point, um, My first wrestling show I ever watched was I was flipping through channels and I came across uh, an episode of Impact Wrestling. And it was an AJ Styles match. And it was like instantly hooked, instantly and haven't looked back since. Um, So I, I really started watching wrestling as watching the indies. And then it wasn't until like four or five years later that I started watching WWE. And I've just been hooked ever since. It's all I think about. It's all I eat, sleep, breathe. I'll be every time I'm on the road or like just doing anything, I'm thinking about wrestling. Um and it's just it's something I it's what I grew up loving. And of course back then in like high school and middle school you know, it wasn't really the cool. Th- it wasn't the cool thing to do to be a wrestling fan. And so, but as I grew older, I kind of just said, "Fuck it." If you don't like me for that, if, if you think I'm not cool because of it, then
0: that's all right. I don't care. Wait a minute, this wasn't cool.
3: Yeah, I know, right? It's crazy.
0: You know, it's crazy. I it's I just everything. now figured out. You know, like I thought that like watching all that wrestling was supposed to get me all the girls, but it didn't uh, exactly. <laughs> didn't exactly work in my favor that way i mean hell at this point i'm already too far gone i mean i got the stone cold skull tattooed on me at this point so look at you Uh, won the
2: big gold belt back there
0: from rick uh, shit you got it i won the big gold belt with uh so with that being said do you got a do you got a favorite match and do you got a dream opponent
3: um so i favorite match oh I think right now my favorite match was um, uh, fuck, who was it? Uh, I recently watched uh, Kenta and Loki at a Ring of Honor show on YouTube. Um, I fucking love that. Um, <laughs> but I, the thing about me is, is I didn't go to an indie show until I was first booked at an indie show because I didn't know Michigan Indies were a thing until I started training. Like, I figured they were there, but, like, I didn't know where to even look for them. Um, I wasn't active on, like, social media really back in high school. Um, I just had YouTube. And it was just – it wasn't something I was uh, – I it just wasn't something I knew about. Um and so yeah, pro- probably favorite match right now is Loki, um, and Kenta, and um, I also watched recently uh, Samoa Joe and Necro from IWA Mid South back in the day. <coughs> Loki and Necro, Joe, man. Um, yeah, I I just like for me right now it's I'm really into like super hard-hitting and just going out there and just beating the shit out of each other wrestling.
0: <laughs>
2: nothing <laughs> wrong with that. That's something He's a entering match. a death match, dude. That's pretty funny. I'd say it's something right there. I was going to say that you can't do much better than that. You Which, know- by the way, just for the record, nothing against Schwartzy, but I think you kind of got the advantage here because we don't know what to expect from you. Nobody does. So you have a, you have a clean sheet of paper here to go, to go work your art, man. So...
3: Honestly, do you ever go into watching a Schwarzy match knowing exactly what he's gonna do?
0: Not at all. We Uh, went into doing that show not knowing what the fuck. Not at
3: all. Yeah. Oh god. So that's that's what I meant when I was like when I said that this this match coming up is gonna be it's gonna be a very interesting watch because I don't think you're gonna expect you're gonna know exactly what either of us are gonna do, and that's what's gonna make really be the interesting thing about this match.
0: I want to know about the damn crowbar. Why the crowbar? And, uh, I mean, I'm just saying, again, not a bad pick. Not a bad pick. But uh, why the crowbar? Have
3: you ever swung a crowbar at somebody?
0: Not at somebody, but I've swung one. But, you know, fucking hey, dude. It, you uh, swung it. It would do some wasn't damage. It on wasn't the damage. Don't answer that on the air.
3: Wasn't it fun?
0: <laughs> <laughs> he said don't answer Wasn't that. it Never know them feds might be watching, but uh, <laughs> wasn't it? Fun? Or nosy ass people at work, but fuck them. But uh, dude, you're not you're not wrong. And I mean, in a deathmatch setting, I mean, a crowbar could do some serious fucking damage. Like, like
3: I've done I've done plenty of no DQ stuff, and my most recent one, I literally just I won via choking out Chuck Stein with the crowbar
0: again. It, you know what, dude? A crowbar could do some nasty ass damage. That answers my question well enough. <laughs> get the motherfucking job done. That's uh, that's what we're getting at. Knock you out, choke you out. You know, it's multifaceted. It's multifaceted. Yeah, what anything you need in a crowbar? I mean, and then Probably you could stab so them with something. the poking in, dude. It's 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 gonna, dude. It's it's a scary thing. But, you know, you just brought up a good point. So for those of you guys who are new here and haven't hit that subscribe button, like button, follow button, all the buttons, I don't know what the fuck you're doing because everybody likes buttons. But with that being said... <laughs> hit hit all that stuff or I'm going to come
3: after you with a crowbar. Yeah,
0: see, do you want to get yeah, stabbed by a fucking crowbar? <laughs> I don't think so. So make sure you hit the subscribe button and you might even get some good entertainment out of it. I can almost guarantee it. But with that being said, you know, we were talking about survivor series before we went on the air i know you may not have watched the show but me and j bone went and made our own fantasy survivor series teams which in hindsight you know i didn't think it through very well i think uh my men's team might get their ass kicked because uh you just picked all like the sasquatches Mm -hmm. and uh (laughs) but my women's team would fucking wreck you so i just i want that to be known so yeah yeah well TJ, since we know you are a wrestling fan and you live, eat, sleep, breathe uh, wrestling, you know, why don't we give him the criteria for how we picked our Survivor Series teams, being that we also cover combat sports, and since you don't watch combat sports, you don't have to throw a combat sports person in if you don't want to. But uh, we did it in a four-round type system. You had to, in the first round, you had to pick somebody from WWE. In the second round, you had to pick an indie wrestler. In the third round, you had to pick a tag team. And in the last round, you had to take an MMA fighter. Okay. And you had to do the same for uh, for uh, the females as well. So if you could pick anybody for your uh, War Games team, who would it be? All right, so what was first well, round
3: was WWE? Yeah.
0: Yeah. You can freestyle with, like, the tag teams and obviously the eighty person. How about we do here. this?
2: Let's do one better. Let's pivot here. Why don't you pick – and this should make it easier because we already know he doesn't watch a lot of WWE. He said that. Why don't you pick your War Games teams based on your toughest opponents?
3: Ooh, wow. Okay. Um, first one I'm going to go with is MM3. Solid. Um – Huh. Second one I'm gonna go with is Crash Jackson. Uh. So what? What's the war games two? Five. Five. Yep.
0: Five total. Okay. You gotta have a tag team too, but you can pick it out of just pick whoever you want out of uh, opponents.
3: Uh I know. I've wrestled both of them separately. I'm gonna go with Midwest Scum.
0: Not bad picks at all. Look at, look at,
3: look at Logan getting in all the work. I know J Bone picked
0: Logan for his team with his indie guy.
3: That's I've never, hard. I've never wrestled them as a tag, but I've wrestled them separately in
0: singles. So how about four? old D Max swinging four. them light tubes? Huh? <laughs> yeah, to Come out to the come out to the aid of Midwest scum. Wild man. Hey, D Max, the homie. So hell yeah. Um.
3: So what's this for? Oh, trying to. I already said Logan. Oh fuck! I smoked too much weed and get kicked in the head <laughs> too much for this.
2: <laughs> you can't
3: put
0: him on the spot, dude. I'm gonna go Hoodfoot. Oh, Not a wow. bad choice at all. Wow. Not a bad choice at all. So <laughs> what was what was my
3: team? I said so, Malcolm. M-3.
2: Crash Crash Jackson, Jackson, Jackson. Midwest Scum, Hoodfoot.
0: And Hoodfoot, so that's five. That is not a bad team at all. I mean, I would not be mad about going into war games with them. For any of you guys who are watching, if you were going to pick your war games team, I want to know who it's going to be. Well, since we did your men's war games team out of uh, opponents, I just want to hear who you'd come up with if you had to come up with a female team. It could be anybody you want. I don't give a shit if we go by the... uh, should we go by our rules for the rounds for this one, or should he just do a, a fantasy whatever, one? Whatever again?
2: you're comfortable with, man. However
0: you want to do it. So
3: what, what were the rules of the rounds?
0: So how WWE. we did it was is the first round, second round's an indie person, third round's a tag team, and then uh, the fourth round's an MMA fighter. I'll, I'll do the rounds.
3: Um, WWE.
0: <sighs> Shit. <laughs> See, um, I tried to pick my team based on like I was thinking of like practicality of going into war games. Who did I think that would like yeah. be able to square up with anybody? J Bone just picked like the Sasquatch motherfuckers and just I figured mean, they were gonna just all engulf us.
2: My my first pick was Brock Lesnar. How do you? I mean, the dude's gonna kill you or throw you through the. Fuck cage.
3: you! That was
0: gonna be my pick. That's why I said it. uh
3: <laughs> My <laughs> WWE pick's gonna be Rhea Ripley.
0: I like that pick.
3: Mm-hmm. So then in Indies. Uh hmm. are we counting like Impact AEW Ring of Honor as indie, and New Japan as indies?
0: Uh we kinda were staying more like I mean, I guess you could count I guess you could kinda count oh, Impact, so
3: but I guess I guess indies would be non contracted Yeah, non contracted
0: okay. people. Okay.
3: Oh, she's not on our contract. Miko Satomura.
0: Isn't she with WWE, though? Is she? Yeah, she was the UK champ. Shit, my bad.
3: Um, No worries. I
0: forgot she got signed. Um, (laughs) She's a badass pick, though. That would have been a fucking killer (laughs) on there, dude. Shit.
3: Um, (laughs) Hasha Kong still wrestles, right? (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah, a little bit. That wouldn't yeah. be bad either. She would I'm just go squash with, people. I'm Going go with, with Jaden Aja Khan method. <laughs> um, so I'm a tag team. I had the pick that nobody was expecting. Let's see what he comes out with.
3: I'm gonna go with, even though I don't watch WWE. I'm gonna go with Damage Control. Okay. So Dakota Kai and Io Shirai. Okay. Um, and then MMA. Uh, all the MMA fighters I know are wrestlers now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like hey, that could be a loophole, though, right?
2: It counts. Um, it's a loophole.
3: Shayna Baszler, then fuck it.
0: There it is. So <laughs> I went with uh, the Twisted Sisters and my tag team. I went with uh, Thunder Rosa and uh Holla Dead because I just figured Halla Dead would like chop some bitches up in a cage. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. I don't know. Like, just the fantasy book and shit is always, uh, it's always interesting. Well, to to cap this off, I'm gonna give you a chance to add to the list that we have known as locker room etiquette. Now, most people think that that's trying to pick and pry and find out secrets and all that stuff. I'm not trying to do that. So since you're a younger guy, what would be uh, your best advice to somebody coming in or the best piece of advice you were given? And also what's one of your biggest pet peeves. Now we've gotten everything from wash your balls, keep your baby mama out the locker room, you know, bring your own wrist tape, bring your own squirt bottle. Uh, Silas young said, don't get too comfortable. Um, Ninja max said, don't be afraid to keep training and all those things. So, if you could add anything to the list, what would it be? So is this both pet peeves and
1: advice, or is it just okay, one? Yeah, either, either or. It's just kind of a vague... Okay.
0: Broad strokes. Um,
1: yeah.
3: Bet on yourself. Um, you know, you a lot of wrestlers, both new and... Dumb, And this is not me. I don't want to make this seem like I'm shitting on anybody. Um, A lot of people are afraid to... Or not really afraid. They're more waiting for people to hand them the opportunity. Um, But a lot of the bigger places. Or like... That are up that... Like the ladder I was talking about earlier. They're not going to look for you. You have to make your own opportunities. So whether that be traveling or getting new merch, putting yourself out there, or just, even if it's just getting new gear, or trying something new. Don't be afraid to bet on yourself because nobody else is going to uh, hand, nobody's going to hand opportunities for you. The old saying that I was taught growing and coming into wrestling, wrestling doesn't owe anybody anything. You know, if you want something in wrestling, you have to earn it or work for it. And so... I think that's missing from a lot in wrestling. Just don't be afraid to bet on yourself.
0: I don't know, man. Like that, that pretty much uh, that pretty much puts a cap on it. You know, Piss Jug, all you guys, we appreciate you guys watching. If you're new here, make sure you hit the subscribe button and all that good shit and make sure that you check us out because you never know who's going to be in the other end of that box. I mean, hell, we've had Jimmy Smith in there. We've had... Bare knuckle fighters, UFC fighters, all that kind of shit. So you never know who the hell might be in the other side of that box. But TJ, before you leave that box, let everybody know where they can uh, follow you at and where they might be able to see you next.
3: All right, so I have Facebook. Just look up TJ Meyer. Um, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok are all at Real TJ Meyer. Um. I have YouTube. Look, probably just search T.J. Meyer Wrestling. Um, I have merch on Brainbuster Tees under the Lost Soul T.J. Meyer. Um, If you guys have seen me wearing red stuff in the red tank tops in the ring now, those are my red hat as well. Are all my merch site. Um, Yeah, I think that's it. Just catch me at a show that I'm at.
0: Catch me outside. How about that? Make sure you hit that subscribe button. How about that? Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you see what's coming this Thursday. We'll shoot the shit about our thoughts about Survivor Series and UFC and fucking Yuri Prochka and how Glover Tashira might have just fucked himself over and more. Make sure you Mm -hmm. hit that subscribe button. Peace.